Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? This is Bree with the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Thank you so much for pressing play on today's episode. Um, I actually considered not recording an episode for today because I am just kind of all over the place right now with everything that's going on, um, which, you know, you obviously already know with the George Floyd situation. We're still dealing with Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud and um, just all of it collectively, honestly, all of it collectively. I feel like uh, I just don't even know who I am right now. I can't seem to separate myself from what, what, what's happening right now like I mean obviously I'm not even sure if I'm making sense but I'm finding it hard to just find Brie in all of this and so I'm kicking my self-care into overdrive and actually I'm talking about two very simple and effective ways that I am practicing self-care these days along with my normal you know day-to-day things that I do that I've talked about here before but I'm doing two more things that I started this week that are highly effective free doesn't take too much time. I mean, depending on how far you want to go with it, but um, I'll be talking about those in just a short minute. But yeah, it's just like, like coming back to how, and you're probably feeling like this too, sis, like just, just, I guess in a nutshell, it just feels like I haven't really had a chance to kind of just like process everything that is happening. I haven't had a chance to just I mean, obviously I'm breathing, but to really just be, to really just breathe and separate myself from what's going on, if that makes any sense. I think black, black, the black community, but I'm a black woman. So specifically black women, we've just been through so much trauma. We, we have experienced so much trauma in our community and it's like when, and I'm talking about going years back, like this is, this stuff didn't just start happening a week ago with, um, or a month ago or a year ago with, the, with Trayvon Martin, Sandra Bland, Breonna Taylor, Ahmad, uh, George, um, Sean Bell, like these things didn't just happen, you know, in the last few months, last few years, this systematic oppression and racism and killing of black bodies and white spaces has been going on for years, years. So is it any surprise that black women feel like they cannot breathe 
And I'm using that word intentionally because of what happened to George Floyd. Unfortunately, he lost his life. It was, it was snatched from him brutally, violently snatched away, literally just took the life right out of his body. And I feel like that is just like such a, a representation of what happens daily and has been happening daily for how many years? 400, 500 years? I mean, I know that when was slavery? When did slavery end? I, I don't even know the year. I've Honestly, I've forgotten. But I know we didn't even have like the right to vote until what, like 65, 70s, something like that. So we didn't even have the right to vote. We weren't even considered like humans until like the 70s, the 60s or the 70s. That was like, what, 30, 40, 45 years ago, the 70s? So, and even still, we're still dealing with the same stuff. We're still dealing with the same stuff. So this this heavy weight of oppression, um, it, does, it does feel very uh, threatening. It does feel very... Uh, toxic. It does feel like the life is just being taken very slowly for most of us from our bodies. It's just trauma on top of trauma, 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 on top of trauma. And we have these pockets of air called peace. We have these pockets of air called happiness. We have these pockets of air <laughs> that we're allowed to have every once in a while where we can safely exist and we go in. It's like, it's like when you're like when you're deep diving in the ocean, which I've never done, <laughs> but I've seen it on TV. I know, I know what they do. And they, um, they take that gulp of air before they go down into the water. Um, but they have to come back up. Okay. Maybe it's not like deep diving in the ocean, but whatever, when you're swimming <laughs> and you take that gulp of air, and then you and then you go down, you know, you go down in the water, but you have to be able to come back up to get that air. Because if you don't, obviously, very bad things will happen. I feel like that's kind of like the same thing with black people. We just have this weight, like the weight of the water, like on top of our bodies. And we're trying to find these little pockets of air um, wherever we can so that we can continue to exist. So we can continue to live uh, and, and exist as a, a black, a person with black skin in a, in a white society, in a white space, in a white country. And it's hard. It's hard. And we are tired. We are tired. We are mad. We are angry. We are scared. We are exhausted. We are frustrated. We are uh, irritated. We are outraged. Like we're a lot of things right now, but I would be hard pressed to say that most of us are happy right now. Most of, or that most of us are living our best lives right now. It's impossible to, it's, it, it, and that's why I'm having this struggle of, of, of being myself right now, because we are forced to, con, we are forced to be in these states of hyper vigilance, of hyper awareness without many breaks in between. And it's exhausting. So sis, if you haven't had a chance to come up for air, um, figuratively, figuratively speaking, if you haven't had a chance to come up for air, I hope that you find the time. 
I hope that you make time for it because now more than ever, our self-care is crucial. Now more than ever, you got to really do your due diligence and take care of yourself. You have to. You have to. You have a, a, a million, a, a ton of things that you need to do. You know what your goals are. You know why you were put here. You have you have a legacy to build. You have you have things to do, um, and we're not letting the system, this system of oppression, take us out. We're just not going to do it. So whatever you have to do to prioritize yourself, do more of that. I encourage you to do more of that. Um, so. This is going to most likely be a very short podcast episode because I honest to goodness literally have two tips, two things, two 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 things I want to talk about very briefly, two tips that I've been doing this week. And I have my notes here so that I can try to stay on task. Um that have been highly effective for me when it comes to self-care. And again, I'm not talking about the things that I, I've talked about before, which you are very likely already doing. We've had this conversation before, right? Talking about like journaling, drinking your water, resting, taking naps, um, getting off of social media as needed. Um, what else? What else? What else? Did I say drinking water, going outside, getting some vitamin sun, talking to people that you enjoy, um, eating healthy foods, eating junk foods, you know, doing the things that make you feel your best. We've talked about those things, whatever, whatever self-care is for you, just doing those things. Right. But today I have two other things we're going to add to the list. Okay. So the first thing that I want to add to the list on my, my self-care list, and these are not new things, but these are things that I've been doing this week and they have just really helped me to kind of center in on what's important for me. Um, so the first thing that I want to say is, um, or the first tip is to take note of the brands that are silent right now. Take note of the brands that are in your inbox, or I should, let me back up. They're not silent. They're silent about black issues. You see the difference? They're not silent. They're just silent about the black community, silent about black people, silent about how we're being senselessly murdered in the street. That's the kind of silence I'm talking about. Take note of those brands and unfollow them. Don't support them. Take them out of your inbox. Like if I read a good quote by, oh, let me see her name. Uh, The quote is by... Her name is Karen Kenny. I don't even know how I stumbled upon her page, but her name is Karen Kenny. And her quote is, your stand is more important than your brand. She is a podcaster, apparently. Um, Again, I have no idea. I think it was mentioned in my suggestions on Facebook or something like that. But um, yeah, so her one of her quotes is, your stand is more important than your brand. And that to me speaks volumes. Because obviously, people in business, I I have no beef with anyone in business that is out there trying to get their coins right now. I get it. We have to eat. We we have things to do. We need money. Or these, these businesses, I should say. You know, they have employees. They have, I'm sure, insurance to pay and building fees and, and, and you know, inventory they have to buy. And, you know, the, all, all those things. I, I get it. 
I get it. Okay. I don't have no problem with anybody out there making money right now. I get it. But what I do have a problem with is when you can continue to exploit black people or have your hand out in my inbox every other day or sometimes several times a day, which is crazy. Um, but then have absolutely nothing to say to anything that matters to me as a black woman. Nothing. Nothing. Crickets chirping. Nothing. And it's not even a fact that you have to be like front and center on every single black issue. But it's like you never have anything to say. You never have anything to say. And I'm talking about these brands too that have like, you know, they're, 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 um, so how can I explain this? I'm talking about businesses, obviously, but I'm also talking about businesses that have a, a, like, it's just one person behind the brand. Like they have a team and stuff, but like they are the brand, like these big influencers and, and, and big platforms that are run by this one or this person is the face of the brand. Um, and they never have anything to say. Or they might make a comment in passing and then it's on to the next for them never to be addressed again. Like, you know, that's it. Like, it's just a simple, easy peasy, lemon squeezy thing that I've done. I've said this and now I'm, I'm, I'm on to the next. It's like, no, um, that's not it. <laughs> you know, how are you, how else are you supporting the black community? What programs are you pouring into? How many black people do you have on your team? How many black people do you have on your squad? How, how many times, how many black faces do you have in your ads? How many black people do you have um, that are getting paid to be models for your product? How many products are addressing the needs of black people? Um, what, what causes are you backing? What causes are you donating to? What programs are you creating um, to help establish um, equality in, in spaces where black people not only don't have a seat at the table, but they're not, they, they can't get to the table. The table's invisible. They're not allowed at the table. They got to, you know, just see it from the outside, peeking through the window kind of situation, you know, like what more are you doing to establish yourself as um, a partner or an ally for, for black people? Cause it's not enough to just do some, uh, a simple thing and then just kind of like be on to the next. Like, no, we, we definitely, we definitely see you. We know what you're doing and we not here for it. So I have decided to, um, go through my inbox and remove myself from email lists that are not supporting, uh, black women that are not supporting black communities. I'm on social media and I'm unfollowing brands that I followed that have never have anything to say um, about the injustices that we face as a black community. And I encourage you to have a look at your inbox and your feed, your your social media feed and, and anything else and see if that's something that also you can do. Because I promise you, um, money talks, and you're not going to, you're not, do you know how much power the black dollar has? Like, I don't have an actual official quote, but sis, I'm just here to tell you that you're, obviously you matter, but in, in cases of business, your money matters, matters more and your money definitely matters. Black women have so much buying, the black community, but I'm talking to us specifically, black women have so much buying power. It's, 
crazy ridiculous and I'm not saying ridiculous as in bad I'm saying ridiculous as in it's just insane how much buying like power we have behind our dollars you know what I'm saying so money talks and I refuse to the best of my abilities to give any brand um, large or individual any more of my black dollars if I can help it um, any more because your silence speaks volumes. It does. It speaks volumes. So again, weight lifted as I become more intentional about getting people out of my uh, news feed and out of my inbox. So that was the first thing, first self-care thing. Okay. Um, the second self-care thing is that I'm making sure that the spaces that I'm in online, like the groups and the pages, etc., um, support me and support people that look like me because more and more, um, I'm seeing that these groups, a lot of them, they don't, they don't support me. They don't support me. They don't support the black cause. And again, this goes back to, you know, they want that black. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black girl peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again, for real, navigating this Cali traffic is insane. Now, recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go, but it's also good for chilling at home too. It's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand. So next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol, without the hangover, give recess mood a shot. It's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. 
My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle. I smooth in a little of the Way Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com promo code self-care. Black money or they want they want black bodies in these spaces because it's good for them, you know. But when it comes time to support me, they're nowhere to be found in these groups. And I'm talking about any kind of Facebook groups. There's all kinds. But if me posting about my experience as a black woman with everything that's going on is a problem for your group, I don't want to be in your group. I don't want to be in your group. And on top of that, um, these some, not all, white people (laughs) are just taking it to a whole nother level and saying things like, uh, like I, I, I literally today, today had a conversation, I'm doing air quotes, with a white woman in a group, and this is a a big group. Like I paid a substantial, a, a pretty coin to be a part of this group. Thankfully, this group is um, they they did make space for for me and for black women and black people. But in any case, in this group, um, one of the white women said something along the lines of and I keep and I keep hearing this and you've probably heard this too in the groups that you're in um man I just wish this group was about um you know we just left the drama at the door and or no negativity um or anything political or talking about this kind of stuff it doesn't belong in this group what there's no way that I can separate my black my blackness when I enter a group, like, I don't just say to my blackness, like, okay, sis, um, I know you black, but we are going to enter this primarily white space for this group. And I want you just to sit tight at the door. And when I'm done handling my business in here and reading the information I need to read, then I'm going to come back for you. And then we're going to bounce. Like it just, it doesn't work like that. So I'm sorry, Karen. And I'm sorry, Becky, that we feel like we want to be heard And now more than ever, we want to be heard and that it is affecting your sensibilities um, because you want to come to these quote unquote vanilla safe spaces and just pretend that none of this stuff exists. So they'll do that or they will talk around, talk circles around you saying things like um, it's kind of like an all lives matter thing. Well, you know, we don't we shouldn't be talking about that here because somebody said something, something about like. Yeah, hundreds of millions of Jews were killed and 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 Jewish people are not just having conversations conversations in the groups like this and another one I saw was uh you know, you guys want to talk about George Floyd and and 
you know, everything that's going on in the group. But it's like, we don't talk about the trafficking of children in this group. I actually, I was going back and forth with a person because she was trying to educate me on why we shouldn't be talking about this kind of stuff in the group. And I was feeling my blood pressure like rise and I was getting emotional um, because I've been emotional for like the last few days just with everything that's going on. Um, And my friend had to gently gather me up in my uh, DMs and say, girl, fuck these people. Excuse my French. (laughs) Well, she's like, fuck these people. Why are you? This is not self-care. Like she had to remind me. Like, she's like, that is not self-care. Why are you subjecting yourself to this BS? And I'm so thankful for her because usually I'm the one, like, you know, I'll I'll be like, oh, I, like, I'll try to support people with self-care and be like, oh, you know, so this is what self-care can look like or why are you doing this or why are you doing that, you know, or don't stress or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Trying to encourage and motivate people, you know. But she actually took it upon herself to do that for me. And I'm thankful for it because she helped me to take a step back because I was starting to really get engaged in this conversation, which, again, was taking the focus off of what I'm here to champion and made it more about how she wasn't feeling safe because there was just so much drama. And by so much drama, we're talking about a few threads in a group of like 4,500 people, right? But it's like they take these things and they center themselves and make themselves the victim, say how uncomfortable they are. We've been uncomfortable for like 500 years. So I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. But like I said, this that group, they are very um, centered. They are very, uh, they, they are open to discussion and have had discussions about George Floyd. They're not trying to lock it down or shut it down or say you can't do it. They have, like the owner of the group even went live and was talking about it, et cetera, et cetera. And I appreciated that. Um, but yeah, my friend had to pull me to the side and say, you are not <laughs> self, you talk about self-care. This is not self-care. What you're doing is not self-care. And, and you just need to just don't even engage. And I had to to take a second to sit with sit with that and be like, yeah, you are absolutely right. Like this is not self care. I'm not here to educate anyone. Okay, I'm not here to engage with someone that is willingly uh, being obtuse about my experience just because their sensibilities are affected, quote unquote. <laughs> And they have to be uncomfortable for a few hours out of their entire existence when black people have to be uh, don't have that same luxury. And we are in, we are going through something that we will go through for probably the rest of our lives in some on some in some degree or in some fashion. So your few hours versus someone else's lifetime, you know, hmm, who's going to win here? <laughs> right. So, yeah, I had to just, like, stop engaging. I just had to stop engaging. So my second self-care, excuse me, self-care tip for you is to just look at the spaces that you're in. See who's talking about it. See who's making space for these conversations. Um, and see what groups um, are shutting it down. Because at that point, you'll need to see, you know, is this in alignment with, what, with, with me? Can, am I okay with this? Can I live like this? And then you adjust as necessary. But, you know, 
all in all, it's just very frustrating for me to see um, how right now the conversations are trying to be around George Floyd and what he experienced and bringing these officers to trial and, and conviction and, and how we're feeling and how we're angry and how we're mad. And there are some brands actually that are making space for that and saying, hey, we support you and, and, and period. <laughs> we support you, period. And they make it blatantly known what they stand for. And then you have these white people on the threads and they are salty as hell saying their typical things um, that they say whenever the conversation is not about them. It's maddening. It's maddening. It's funny, but it's maddening. It's just, it's just too much. It's just too much. So um, by me taking the time to kind of like clean out my inbox unfollow brands that are just not doing anything, making, checking, you know, being intentional about the spaces that I'm in and also being intentional about not reading the comments on social media, because that is a huge no-no. I guess that's like bonus number three. If you're reading the comments on social media, please stop. Please stop. Because these people are losing little tidbits of their privilege here and there, and they're losing their minds. They're losing it. Okay. And they're lashing out and they're saying, and, and they've already been saying everything under the sun, but it's just on a 10. Now it, it was on a, on a nine. Now it's on a 10, but you reading all the comments that is not necessarily self-care. It's just not. Instead of reading the comments, um, and I know we want to be keyboard warriors, sis. I know we do because I'm the same, <laughs> I'm the same way. That's why my friend had to gather me up and say, this is not self-care. So I'm doing the same for you. <laughs> but um, it's just, it's, it's not healthy. It's not helpful and it's not healthy. And you can use that time for something that just makes you feel amazing. That, that same uh, hour, because you know you can't just read one comment. You got to go down the rabbit hole and, and you're, next thing you know, you're reading comments from the 2012 presidential election, right? But um, you can do other things in place of that that are going to pour into you, that are going to nurture your spirit, that are going to make you feel amazing. Because again, sometimes we're just trying to find pockets of peace and happiness um, and you have to make those for yourself. So it's a choice, you know, stay online and read the comments or go in the kitchen, make a healthy snack, and eat that with a glass of water or stay online and read the comments or, you know, take a 45 minute nap. You know what I'm saying? Read the comments or maybe take a shower, wash my hair, put on some really amazing lotion, lotion myself up, smell all good, put on my fluffy robe, my slippers and just feel at peace. We got to just make those kind of choices. We just do. It's crucial for your health. It is crucial for your health. Whew. So, um, yeah, that, that's basically it uh, for me on this episode. If it sounded a bit frazzled, um, please accept my apologies. I am just in a really weird space right now with everything that's going on. I'm still trying to just, I, I, I'm just trying to make sense of everything in a way that I can, you know, how, however I can. And it's just tough. 
it's just tough. Like, I just feel out of sorts. And it's just amplified with everything that's going on right now. It's just amplified. So, um, you know, I hope that you have a, a really good week. I hope that you take some time to take care of yourself. I hope that you take some time to take a social media break. I hope you take some time and unfollow brands and businesses and people that are not for you. And I just hope that you are just really able to find peace in some fashion this week. Just, just, just peace, rest. I I really hope you're able to find that this week. All right. So that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next Monday on the next episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast.